What is going on? This is Adam Sigmund. Walking in the Fog is the name of the podcast. Here we are again. I got a good two episodes coming up here. Um, again with my friend Parker Crago. Um, but uh, yeah, just take a listen. Uh, we'd love to hear some feedback. And uh, here it is. Walking in the Fog. Thanks, guys. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I was like, well, thanks for telling me. Well, now I'm trying not to say. Now you'll be conscious. Of I know. It. Now you're going to be talking, and I'm just going to be like. Uh, be like <laughs> I want to say yeah so bad. It's going to be bad. Right I might have now. to, like, have the mic <laughs> and then say. Yeah, Muffle it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, so we just did a uh, topic in our Sunday school, and it's what the Bible says about Jesus. And uh, I had the privilege to teach it, but I wanted to talk to you about, get more detail into it. Um, what do you think about it? I mean, it was it was a pretty good little study. Uh, I love what our lessons are, are about, like uh, the whole books, the foundational principles of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And, you know... <clears throat> We started out with what the Bible says about the Bible, you know, what the Bible says about God, what the Bible says about Jesus, and we're going into what the Bible says about the Holy Spirit. Um, and uh, I, I've kind of looked at, you know, the titles of some of the other lessons on it and through here, mm-hmm. and I honestly, like, love every part of it because I've already had, like, discussions with even my sister-in-law about, like, you know, what's the role of an elder? What's the role of a deacon? And we're going to get into some of that stuff, like, later on. Um, but, like, I've really enjoyed the challenge. I was even telling Dad last night, like, I've enjoyed the challenge of these first, you know, we call them lessons one through three, but really it's, like, um, around 45 or 50 verses. Right. that's right, yeah. yeah. I think it's, like, 15 verses that were about God, mm-hmm. around 15 verses that are about Jesus, around 15 verses that are about the Holy Spirit. And uh, I really enjoyed, like, not really having the layout, mm-hmm. you know, the lesson laid out for me. I'm just right. kind of reading through it and adding, like, bits and pieces. But to, like, look at this scripture and to tie it, try to tie some of it together because, like, I know, like, when we first started doing, like, especially um, what the Bible says about God, you know, I was kind of just, like, verse for verse for verse. Right, and right, like, right. By the end of it, there were four verses that all kind of tied together, mm-hmm. and I loved that, you know. So I really enjoyed the challenge of, you know, how do we tie some of this mm-hmm. all together to where it's not just we're trying to, you know, say, God's everlasting, and right. because in all honesty, you know, there was like four or five verses about that could have tied him being everlasting and him being outside of time. Right, right. So, so I, I, I have loved the ch- the challenge of that. Um, 
uh, yeah, uh, what the Bible says about Jesus, there's, you know, like we said, 14, 15, 16 verses yeah. here, but um, there's so much more. Right. Um, so, yeah, but it, it's been good. And I, I'm, I'm excited. I, I think it's funny because, like we've talked before, right at the beginning of this, we were, was, we was kind of like, we're going to just kind of dive into this mm-hmm. until the Lord says to move. Mm-hmm. And like um, um, Chris Legg, he came and talked to me on Wednesday and was like, where are you guys at in these lessons? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think he might have been on like lesson 10. I think there's like maybe 14 lessons. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's not. I, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm like, oh, yeah, we're just getting into what the Bible says about the Holy Spirit. And he's like flipping pages towards the back. Yeah. And I'm like, no, man, it's like on page four. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh. Well, maybe I'm going too fast. I'm like, no, no, yeah. you're not going to. You know, you go your speed, and we'll go like ours. Right, right. And, you know, but yeah, it's it's been good. It's well, been really good. That's what I like about it, because um, it almost it's you know it's kind of an open ended is kind of like an open ended uh, lesson, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a topic, you know, mm-hmm. but you know these. I think it's been nice that we kind of go through you know verse by verse, or whatever, but. I mean, you can dive deep into these verses, and and I almost—that's what I kind of, I kind of wish we would uh, kind of go back and maybe like at the end of it, kind of just do like a, a summary and go mm-hmm. back and, and like talk about the highlights of you know about what the Bible says about mm-hmm. God and Jesus and the Spirit. Yeah, um, I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, what well, I mean, even every week I feel like I want to almost like touch base mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, even even this week, we, like, went into Holy Spirit, but I'm like, let's review a couple things from yeah. from last week just because somebody misses and there's, I don't know, um, you know, you hear it all the time. Like, you could read a verse um, in 2022 mm-hmm. and read the same verse in 2023, and you're going to get a totally different perspective mm-hmm just because of what season you're in or what you've learned, you know? So, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, to be able to go back and say, you know, here's things that we learned about the Lord. He's, or about God. He's everlasting. He's, you know, he sings over us. He exalts over us. You know, we're not only singing to him, but he's actually singing over us. You know, it's in uh, Zephaniah, you know, there's verses that, that we went through that have, stuck out to me that I continue yeah, to go right. back and think, man, like yeah. I loved that we read about that, you know, because um, it's it's changed. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. The word just changes you, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. It just changes you. And that, you know, so like, you know, hitting on Jesus, um, you know, some of the verses that, that, that we hit over, you know, a two-week span was the word changes you. Yeah. Why does it change you? Because right. – John 1 1 tells us that in the beginning was the Word, right. and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And John 1 14 says, and the Word became flesh. flesh and dwelt among men. Mm-hmm. Who, so the Word was Jesus. So mm-hmm. does the Word change us? Yes. Absolutely. Jesus, yeah. when you have an encounter with Him, you cannot leave the same person. Mm-hmm. You know, like you look at Paul, Paul meets Jesus on the road to, mm-hmm. to Damascus, changed his whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, the woman at the well meets Jesus changes her whole life right. you know Zacchaeus is up in a tree you know just trying to see Jesus and right. Jesus is like come on down out of that tree and we're going to go to your house next thing you know Zacchaeus is paying 
two times the amount that he's taken from the Jews mm -hmm. and paying four times the amount of anything that he, you know, took from them, you know, uh, by cheating them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Changed his whole life. Yeah. That's what happens. Like, mm -hmm. you can't have an encounter. You can't have an, an authentic encounter with mm -hmm. Jesus Christ and not be changed. Yeah. And that's what, you know, diving into the Word and stuff mm -hmm. like that, I mean, it it just changes who you are. Well, let me ask you this. What if someone who just turned this podcast on and has never heard about Jesus, what would you say? What 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 do you, you know, if you're describing someone, just like if someone asks, you know, hey, what's your brother Josh look like? You know, what what if someone says, you know, well, who, who is this? You know, they're listening to this podcast saying, well, who is this Jesus that these two dudes are talking about? Yeah, I mean, uh, I would probably, gosh. It's kind of a, you know, where do you begin with that kind yeah. of an answer? Yeah. I mean, uh, the first thing I had to say is he loves you. Mm -hmm. I mean, loves you more than you love yourself, more than anything you've ever loved in your entire life, more than anyone's ever mm -hmm. loved anything in their entire lives, you know? Because mm -hmm. um, we can, you know, go into uh, no greater love uh, has any man than this that a man would lay down his life for his friends? You know, Jesus right. loved you so much that he was willing to lay down his entire life, you know, and give up life for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, uh, what does Jesus look like? You know, Isaiah 53 um, tells us that uh, people would look at him and wouldn't give him a second look because yeah. he w wasn't a good looking right, dude, you right. know. But we watch like movies, and as you know, as as unattractive as what I feel like Hollywood attempts mm -hmm. to like make these actors so that yeah. they don't look like beautiful people. Right. Uh, I honestly think that Jesus was one of those people that you'd walk by, and you know, we we you'd be like at the mall and be like, that guy's <laughs> like, you know, that guy's a yeah. two. Yeah, right. You know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. That's what I'm saying. Like, you wouldn't even give this guy a second look. Mm. But, like, you know, I, I, I read out of, the, out of the message, and I actually have that up if we could read that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I, because I, I really like what this is, what this is saying, you know, and this is out of the message, Isaiah 53. And this is Isaiah prophetically speaking of a vision that God gave him about Jesus. And, I, you know, we shared before that this is between 680 right. and 730 years before Jesus. Well, seven, uh, 730 years possibly before Jesus uh, was even born, right. you know, and around 680 to 700 years uh, before he even uh, began his ministry. And Isaiah's, you know, prophet, right. prophetically speaking this, it says, who believes what we have heard and seen, who would have thought God's saving power would look like this, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, it says, the servant grew up, and this is talking about Jesus, the servant grew up before God, a scrawny seedling, mm. a scrubby plant in a parched field. There was nothing attractive about him, nothing to cause us to take a second look. Mm. He was looked down on and passed over a man who suffered, who knew pain firsthand. Hmm. One look at him and people turned away. We looked down on him, thought he was scum. Still do, don't we? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, this right. is this is even right now. Yeah, that's right. 
Um, but the fact is, it was our pains that he carried. Mm. Here's why he's ugly, because it was our disfigurements, <laughs> all the things that were wrong with us, mm-hmm. you know. Jesus could have came beautiful. Right. You know, right. we did an Angels Aware play when we was little kids. <coughs> and, uh, you know, we sang a song. Um, it was like, why, why, why? Uh, I can't remember all the lyrics, but like we had three people, and one of them was like, if it were up to me, mm-hmm. I think that he should go as some kind of great hero. Someone, <laughs> everyone would know. Yeah. You know? And one of them was like, he'd be a mighty king. One of them was. He would be like a, a great musician, um, all these, you know, great things, beautiful things. Yeah. Uh, but, but uh, and he could have came as that. And I think that's what the Pharisees and Sadducees and, you know, the Jewish religion mm-hmm. at that time, that's what they were looking for. Right. You know, they were looking for a Messiah that was going to um, break the Roman rule mm-hmm. over the Jewish people, you know? Mm-hmm. So w- when he didn't come as a great king, as a mighty warrior, as, you know, some famous person. That's right. You know, it wasn't what they were looking for. So they, you know, just mm-hmm. said, this ain't the guy, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes we do the same thing. If if it comes in a package yeah. that we're not thinking that it ought to look like, yeah, right. you know, then we're like, oh, no, this this yeah. ain't what Jesus wants. But anyways, you know, he took our, on our mm. disfigurements, you know. Uh, we thought he brought it on himself, that God was punishing him for his own failures. But it was our sins that did that to him, right? Mm-hmm. That ripped and tore and crushed him, our sins. He took the punishment, and that made us whole. Mm-hmm. Through his bruises, we are healed. We were like sheep who have gone and wandered off, gotten lost. Right. We've all done our own thing, gone our own way, and God has piled all of our sins, everything we've ever done, on Jesus Christ. Yeah. He took it and didn't yeah. say a word, yeah. you know. Like, I could I could keep going, but, like, I love, you know, I love the idea that Jesus, uh, well, not even the idea, the fact, there you, you know, that Jesus uh, was willing to say um, these this is all worth it, you yeah, know. Yeah. Even it in in creation, like we, uh, um, you know, this isn't in the Bible, but like if we were going to assume that there was a point in time, the earth was, it says the world was without void, so it's just, you know, an, an empty abyss, right? right? And you have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, you know, and let's say they have a conversation, and you know, God the Son says, I'd love to create life, mm-hmm. you know. And God the Father says, well, we can create life, but it, as perfect as what we could create it, yeah. they're going to fail. And then God the, you know, God the Son, you know, Jesus says, well, if they do, then I'll, I'll pay the price, mm. you know. But I want to do this. I want to create life so bad mm-hmm. that, it, that I'm willing to die for it if it goes south. Right. You know, God the Father's like, it's going to go south, son. <laughs> it's going to go south. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. It's going to go south. And, and God the Son says, if it goes south, I'm willing to die for mm-hmm. it, you know. And it went south. Right. You know, and Jesus said, "I, you know, this is figuratively speaking. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're not going to find this in the Word. That's you know, right. Right. <laughs> right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like Jesus 
even before creation, because it says that, like, even before we were ever created, that, that God knew us, yeah. you know? Yeah. We were at least an, an idea in yeah. his mind, you yeah. know? Yeah. And even before time ever began, and we were just thoughts in God's mind. Right. He was already willing to say, if, mm. if they fail, I'm willing to step in and be the mediator, right? Right. And that's where we get into this whole mediator thing. In First Timothy two and five, for there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. So you know, it came a point where sin was in the world. God said, "I have to have a sacrifice," mm -hmm. and men said, "I have to have a savior." And Jesus said, "I'll be the mediator." Right. Like I'm for God and I'm for men, and I'll step in and be the mediator for this thing. And God, and you know, God right. the Father, you're going to get your sacrifice. Mankind, you're going to get your Savior. Right. And that's, that's you know, what he stepped in and did, you know. I kind of, I'm going to back up a little bit here. Uh, we were talking about the image of Jesus, and I was thinking, you know, <clears throat> I think religion has kind of put this, you know, image of, you know, you know Jesus, yes, he, he came and, you know, died and, you know, suffered all these uh, you know, the pain and torture that he took, but, you know, they put this kind of like, uh, you know, he's a, per he, he, you know, he's perfect, yes, but like, you know, just back to his, his image, you know, people wouldn't even look, but, you know, turn back and look at him. Um, I think that religion's kind of put that on, like, a, almost giving him a title, therefore making, you know, when you, a, uh, when you become a believer and a Christian that, you know, you have to live now a different, get up to a different standard mm -hmm. because Jesus was this, mm -hmm. you know, now religion says, you know, you have to be now as a believer, mm -hmm. once you become Christian, okay, now you got to be this. Mm -hmm. When ultimately, you know, Jesus wasn't, you know, he wasn't this, he was, you know, he's God and human at the mm -hmm. same time, 100%. But, you know, he came and, you know, he took our sins, you know, he took, you know, he wasn't, you know, he took our, uh, I love what you were reading there, especially the way that the message says it. Yeah. You know, the the appearance of him wasn't what, you know, the Hollywood or whatever makes him because that's almost like what the world will tell you. Yeah. That I don't I definitely don't think Jesus was rigid. Yeah. You know, he wasn't stiff. Sure. Um, um I think he was a cool dude. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Right. You know? I mean, you know, if if you can convince <laughs> some, you know, twelve guys to that are just you know, they weren't your highly educated people. They yeah. weren't, they were just kind of Joes to, you know, drop what they're doing and die for this guy. Obviously, he had to been some sort of, you know, authentic, just down to earth. Right. Real. Right. Not not put on a show and not right. said that, you know, I'm He was better. a friend. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's where I think, and then religion comes in and says, you know, Jesus is your friend, but. Yeah. There's a but with yeah. religion. And I think, you know, there's a misunderstanding when it comes to, especially nowadays, um, people that maybe never grew up in the church, you know, they have an idea of the church, mm -hmm. um, but not of Jesus. Or mm -hmm. when they think of the church, you know, Jesus is, that's all, that's all the yeah. same. But like, you know, how, and, and even believers, I mean, there's even believers that, you know, now we're getting into legalism. You know, there's even believers think that, you know, you know, you have to live by this standard that Jesus, you know, what he did. Right. You know, you're, we're going to miss the mark. You know, right. just you gave that perfect example, you know, shooting a boat. You know, you're right. going to, 
you know, you're going to miss with a mark. Yeah. That's that's going to happen. Right. But we seek that relationship. Right. You know, over anything, mm-hmm. and then you know, then you'll you know you'll you'll grow just like you grow in life right. with anything. Yeah, it's getting back to uh, what we you know talked about last month and yeah in identity right you know i receive christ i receive the identity of beloved son then i'm not working to try to gain access to Mm. christ anymore because i already have access to him yeah you know yeah um and naturally what happens is that's what you know and, and this goes back to having an authentic encounter with him right is when i have this authentic encounter with christ and I receive true identity of who mm-hmm. I am in him and who he is to me, then what also happens is I naturally, you know, am transformed. The Bible says, you know, be not conformed, be transformed right. by the renewing of your mind. My, my mind begins to transform into who I am, who he is. And I naturally begin to do, you know, show fruit and right, bear fruit, right. you know. <coughs> Um, just like, uh, you know, John 15 talks about uh, 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 God the Father is the vine dresser. Jesus is the vine and we're the branches, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the If you plant a seed and you grow a vine, it, it doesn't automatically begin to sprout branches. You know, the vine, right, you know, right. is there before the branches and the branches gradually grow out. Right. Um, so, and then, you know, the vine dresser comes in and, and begins to prune the branches mm-hmm. so that we'll bear more fruit. So there's, you know, I'm attached to the vine who is Jesus Christ so that I bear fruit, you know. Um, and the vine dresser comes in, God the Father, and prunes my branches, you know. So uh, uh, that there's, you know, to anybody that's listening, you may be going through a pruning season mm-hmm. to where you're like, there's some messed up stuff that's going on and I don't understand why. And God is, is, is pruning us. I mean, he's pruned me, uh, before there was a season, uh, where, uh, you know, uh, that we had like with, with my boy Easton Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I was praying for God to step in and immediately change that situation. and, And it didn't change the way, or in the time right. that I wanted it to, yeah. you know, and I found myself, you know, more than a couple times, like, I mean, in a bad place, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean that's your boy, you know. Yeah. That's your that's, that's your why, yeah. and, you know your you know that's that's your kid. Yeah, you know I you know I I've prayed many a times, yeah. like Lord, don't you know don't do anything that's going to cause my family, you yeah. know, to to have stress or pain or anything. But anyways, you know, like, uh, there was more than a a few times that like, I'm crying out, Mm -hmm. you know, to God, you know, and I'm just, it's messing with my faith, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, uh, we've, we've talked about, you know, in class that we'll go through trials and tribulations and trials, you know, build character and character, Mm -hmm. uh, builds, uh, hope and, um, well, it builds endurance, and endurance right, builds right. character, and character builds hope. Uh, but, uh, you know, there was a season there where I needed some pruning mm-hmm. because, you know, and I went through a season of, 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 you know, this stress. And we got people at the church that have gone through 
far deeper and far greater pruning seasons than what I have. Right, right. Um, and you see them every single time bearing more fruit than what they bore before mm-hmm. that season, you know, to where, like, that's the thing is, like, uh, the Bible tells me that that I'm going <clears> to <throat> – that I'm going to suffer with Christ, you know, Christ, uh, the, the word passion means suffering, mm-hmm. you know, and God's word tells me that I'm going to suffer with Christ mm-hmm. as, you know, uh, but I'm also going to glory with Christ, you know, so um, I know this is tough and, and you know, uh, I, I, I want to say, you know, for to give perspective or whatever, right. but even I yeah. fear you know, right. I fear yeah. the pruning season. Absolutely. You know, um, but it, but also like you'll always come out stronger yeah. and closer, yeah. and you'll be able to relate. You know, to the suffering yeah. that Christ went through. You know, like uh, a suffering that was so great that when Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, mm-hmm. you know, it says that he sweat great drops of blood. Mm-hmm. You know, and in his humanity, the hundred percent man that he was, he was like dude, this sucks, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. what I'm ha- getting ready to have to go through, this sucks. And, and he's like, and he's praying like, God, you know, if it would be your will, let this cup right. pass from me, right. you know, right. but he's like, you, but he, you know, he makes this choice mm-hmm. that it's, it's your will and not mm-hmm. my will. And that's, you know, what he talks about in his word several yeah. times, you know, I don't do anything unless the father tells me to, mm-hmm. you know. So even in this, he's like, God, if it's your will, you right. know, uh, I'm down. Right, you know? right. But at the same time, in humanity, he's like, yeah. this this sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it gives us an opportunity when we suffer to understand Christ was willing to suffer far greater. Right, you know? right. Took 39 lashes with the cat of nine tails, you know, ripping his flesh from off of his body, uh, you know, nails driven into his hands, driven into his feet, the crown of thorns, you know, be hung up on the cross for all humanity to right. see and mock you, you know, to be spit upon, to be beat, you yeah. know, to be cursed, uh, all, all for the sake of us, right. you know, all for the sake of us, you know, and if, and if, and if it's not for all humanity, you know, Christ looks out in, in, in through time and just sees Parker Crago mm-hmm. needs a savior. He says, it's worth it if it's just for the one, yeah. you know, yeah. if it's just for the one. And, and, and I believe, you know, we hear people testify all the time. If it was just for one, right. I believe 100% God that Jesus Christ would have said, I love the one right. enough yeah. that I will suffer the way that I'm suffering for that one.